It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Good morning. Well, it might not be morning where you are, but it's definitely morning while I uh, record this intro to part 36 of Worth the Risk. And I want to thank everyone who helped me to make this story possible by supporting the podcast financially. Thank you so much. Um, This is a listener-funded show, and uh, without your help, I could not do this work. So thank you. If you too want to help fund the last episodes of Worth the Risk and the next story, you can go to lesbianromantic.com forward slash support, where you can send a one-time gift, or you can set up recurring support. That's lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. Now, let's get Worth the Risk started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, part 36, Work-Life Balance. Natalie's phone vibrated in her pocket for the third time in less than 15 minutes. She took off her sunglasses and sighed. She was not checking her phone on purpose, but it was getting increasingly harder to ignore it. She was sitting on the outdoor patio of a restaurant in the tourist area of Barcelona. Her boss, Elise, had gone to the bathroom. Natalie was enjoying a few minutes to herself before they ordered lunch. The morning had been insanely busy. Yesterday had been even worse. This lunch was the first time they had more than 30 minutes between meetings since they had arrived in Barcelona. There was only one meeting scheduled this afternoon. Elise had promised her they could spend some time relaxing and see the city afterwards. Tomorrow, they'd spent the day at the company's Barcelona office until it was time to fly back. Natalie's phone vibrated again. She pulled it out of her pocket reluctantly. Raising a hand to block the sun, she squinted at the screen. Huh, she mumbled when she saw that Kim had called her three times. There was also a new voicemail message from her best friend. She tapped to listen to the message, frowning. Natalie hoped Kim was okay. It was unlike her to call three times when she knew that Natalie was busy. Hey, bestie. Kim's voice sounded through the speaker pressed against Natalie's ear. Natalie immediately knew something was off. She could tell from Kim's voice. Look, I need to tell you something, and I hope you won't be angry with me. I didn't tell you before because I thought you'd freak out. 
I know this is bad timing with you being in Barcelona, but... I wouldn't recommend going to the bathroom anytime soon, Elise said, plopping down in her chair. Natalie quickly lowered her phone. Sorry? Elise wrinkled her nose. There's a long line. A group walked in and it seems they all need to use the restroom. Oh, Natalie said and forced a smile. I'm in no hurry. Did you check the menu? Elise asked, pointing at the papers on the table. No, Natalie said and ended the call to voicemail. Sorry, I was checking my messages. Hey, Elise said. I thought we said no work during lunch. Natalie grinned nervously. She wasn't sure if she should tell her boss that she was listening to a personal message. It was lunchtime and it seemed appropriate enough, but she still felt uncertain about it. Bart used to hate any signs of Natalie having a personal life. Elise picked up one of the menus. She chewed her lower lip as she read what the restaurant had to offer. Natalie put her phone back in her pocket and picked up the other menu. It was hard to focus on food with Kim's message on her mind. What on earth could Kim be talking about? What had she hidden from Natalie? There was nothing Natalie could think of. It made her feel jittery. She wanted to know what was going on. I think I will have the potatoes, Elise said slowly, running her finger over the menu. And the bell peppers. She smiled. And a glass of rosé. Nodding, Natalie tried to focus on the menu again. Potatoes sounds good, she mumbled, even though she guessed it would be a heavy meal. Yeah, I'll just have what you're having. What? Elise said, looking at Natalie over her sunglasses. No, no, we have to pick different dishes. That's the point. We need lots of small dishes to share. Right, Natalie replied, blushing. I'll look again. Is everything okay? Elise asked, taking off her glasses. You look a little distraught, to be honest. Natalie ran a hand through her hair. Her forehead was a little damp. Maybe it's the heat. Elise frowned. Do you want us to move to a different table? We can try to find something in the shade. Natalie shook her head. No, no, I'm fine. She paused and glanced down at her hands. Her throat felt tighter every time she lied. She could tell that Elise's gaze was still squarely fixed on her. I got a message from my best friend, Natalie finally admitted. It got me worried a bit. Elise tilted her head. Something happened back home? I don't know, Natalie said honestly. I didn't finish listening to the message. Arching an eyebrow, Elise said. Then do that. It sounds important. How about you go over there for a minute? She pointed at a tree standing across the square. It provided quite a bit of cover and there was a bench under it. Call your friend and I'll order us some food. Take your time, Elise continued. Okay, Natalie nodded gratefully. I'll do that. Thank you. No problem. Next time, just tell me you need some time to yourself, Elise said, putting her sunglasses back on. You know how I feel about... She stopped and raised her eyebrows. Work-life balance, Natalie grinned. Elise pointed at her. You got it. <laughs> Chuckling, Natalie got up. I'll be right back. Take your time, Elise said again and focused on the menu. Natalie smiled and quickly headed for the tree. She didn't sit down on the bench, but happily stepped into the shade. 
She pressed the phone against her ear. Hey, bestie. Look, I need to tell you something, and I hope you won't be angry with me. I didn't tell you before because I thought you'd freak out. I know this is bad timing with you being in Barcelona, but I want you to know that I called Raven. Natalie's jaw dropped. I called her when I was drunk. I found her number on your old phone. I thought she should know how much she fucked up by leaving all of a sudden. Anyway, you should really know that Raven knows she fucked up and that she wants to make things right. Natalie's heart started thumping in her ears. <sighs> this trip to Barcelona, Kim sighed. It came out of the blue, right? And I should have told you this when you called me to tell me about it, but Raven is here, Natalie, in Belgium, right now. Natalie's head started to spin, and she lowered herself slowly onto the bench. No need to hurry. You have plenty of time, Elise said as she handed Natalie her suitcase. Natalie put it down on the floor and ran a hand through her hair. I won't, I promise. Good. I don't want you to faint again, Elise said and winked. How's your hand? It's fine, Natalie said, looking down at the minor scrape on her left hand. And I didn't really faint. I just lost my balance for a moment. Yeah, let's not have that discussion again, Elise grinned. Fine, Natalie chuckled. When Natalie had intended to sit down on the bench back at the restaurant... She had fallen onto the floor instead. Elise had raced over to help her up, and Natalie had been very disoriented for a moment. No matter how often Natalie told her boss that she didn't actually faint, Elise wouldn't believe it. She wanted Natalie to go to the hotel straight away and rest. But being alone in a hotel room was the last thing Natalie wanted. At first, she hadn't been able to quite explain to Elise why she didn't want to go lying down. Elise had gotten a bit agitated with her after a few minutes. She was adamant that Natalie needed to rest until they went home tomorrow. And so, Natalie had ended up telling her boss what was going on. She had told the story about Raven from start to finish. It had all poured out of her as they sat together on that bench in the shadow. Elise had listened attentively, asking just the right questions at just the right time. Natalie had felt like they were friends. It was a good feeling to have, even though she was, at the same moment, very much aware that she was talking to her boss. After listening to Natalie's story and hearing about Kim's message, Elise had been firm. Natalie had to go home as soon as possible so she could talk to Raven. I have made so many sacrifices for this company over the years, Elise explained. I missed birthdays, I missed playdates, I missed important appointments. I missed my own mother's last days on this earth. And in the end, none of it was worth it. The intensity in Elise's eyes, a mix of regret and conviction, had given Natalie goosebumps. It was one of those moments when you knew that you were listening to someone's sincerest truth. Natalie had started thinking then. With a bit of luck, she could get a flight home tonight. 
That meant she might be able to see Raven tonight. Tonight, as in, in a few hours. The thought made her heart skip several beats per minute. And she had gotten lucky. Arranging a new plane ticket had been surprisingly easy. Elise had made all the calls while Natalie packed up her stuff. It was as if the universe was conspiring with them because a seat had opened up on a flight that had been fully booked. The flight wasn't until the early evening, so they had attended the scheduled meeting with a potential client. Elise had been willing to cancel the meeting. She had made that clear. But there had been no need. Natalie was happy about that. She had no words for how kind Elise had been this afternoon. It made her feel even luckier to have gotten this new job. She had never felt so seen and valued at work before. Not just as an employee, but also as a human being. Aside from feeling lucky, Natalie had also gotten a sense of pride. She truly had turned her life around for the better. She was surrounded by good people. Things were falling into place. She was growing. The only thing that she still had to face was the ending of her story with Raven. She regretted not seeking closure for herself before. She should have. Talking to Elise had made her realize she needed things to come full circle. The sense of purpose had propelled her to this airport in a rental car Elise had arranged. Traffic had been pretty bad on their way over, but somehow they had made it well on time. Again, the universe seemed to be helping them. Standing in the late afternoon sun in Barcelona, Natalie didn't really know how to say goodbye to her boss after the intense afternoon they had shared. Part of her wanted to give Elise a hug for everything she had done. She knew that was probably taking things too far, so she covered her heart and said, Thank you so much for sending me home. Elise laughed. It's my pleasure. She pointed at the entrance of the airport. Now go. Okay, Natalie said, grabbing the handle of her suitcase. I'll see you on Thursday morning. You will, and don't think about work in the meantime, Elise winked. Life is happening, and you need to take it all in. I will, Natalie said, her heart rate picking up. Elise waved, wiggled her eyebrows, and stepped into the car. Natalie stood on the curb waving until Elise had disappeared into the heavy traffic. Okay, she said out loud. Time to face the music. She turned around and walked into the airport. In about four hours, she'd be home. She was hoping Raven would still be waiting for her there. This was part 36 of Worth the Risk, and I can't imagine a better title than Work-Life Balance to announce that I am taking a two-week break. I am going on a vacation, and uh, I will be back with the next episode, part 37, on the website on June 18, and on this podcast channel on June 21. That's it. So I will be away for a bit, but I definitely will be back. Um, at least that's the plan. And uh, I look forward to releasing the last episodes of Worth the Risk. Thank you again to everyone who supports my work. Um, I am grateful for...
I, uh, um, I am grateful. Wow, I really can't pronounce grateful today. I am grateful from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me. It's always a privilege. And I will see you here in two, no, in four weeks. All right. <laughs> I think I need that vacation. Bye.